This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Zach and Morgan on. They're alumni of the podcast, so uh, it's actually great to actually have them back on. Uh, and they're both from Jobvite, of course. And we're going to be talking about a new uh, product that they've that they've created and that they're uh, releasing to the market. It's called a Job Description Grader. And uh, it's cool. so it's going to be kind of a fun uh, bit, fun conversation, because we've done this thing before. And uh, also talking about a new technology that they've created. So, um, Zach, why don't you go first, introduce yourself, then Morgan, you, and then one of you talk about Jobvite, and we'll jump into the greater. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so I'm Zach Lender. I'm a VP of Analytics and Machine Learning at Jobvite and oversee all of our uh, really cool data initiatives and really trying to get data in the hands of uh, our users and customers in ways that uh, hasn't been previously available. Morgan, throw it to you. Hey guys, yeah, Morgan Llewellyn, Chief Data Scientist here at Jobvite, and I head up the AI team and, you know, work with Zach and a lot of other great folks to uh, really help um, bring the vision of AI into uh, into this world and really excited to, to be here today. Thank you. I love both of y'all's titles. I mean, I'm title <laughs> envious, I have to admit. Um, and, and real quickly, why don't y'all give us the bubble up on Jobvite? Sure thing. Yeah. So Jobvite's a, a full service talent acquisition uh, platform. We have uh, services like uh, applicant tracking system, CRM, internal mobility, um, referrals management, as well as intelligent messaging that enables our customers to reach out to their candidates via solutions like texting and, and using uh, drip campaigns, as well as the, um, uh, the complete um, analytics stack that, that services all this great data and information that, uh, that you get out of the application as a user and in, in ways that help you improve your day-to-day operations. And, comma, and a new product and a job description uh, <laughs> and a, and a job description grader so let's talk about the beginning uh where did this idea you know without getting you know into the weeds where did this idea come from yeah so uh last year jobvite acquired uh morgan's company a uh, mm-hmm. predictive partner and we've been firing on all cylinders since the the team joined jobvite and we, we're so excited about all the things that we've got. They're, they're cranking out all this great work. And then we're, we're trying to figure out how do we get this into the hands of the users faster, right? And what can we do to show how, how we can uh, really change the way that, that we're looking at data and using data and helping us make better decisions. And um, if we think about the, the TA space, you know, it's, it's resumes and job descriptions. And resumes are... Um, our uh, personal documents, but job descriptions are very public. And so we thought, let's start with job descriptions. Let's look at those. Let's infer those in ways that, that uh, you know, there are definitely some similar products out there, but in ways that might be a little more unique or novel. 
and let's see what we can do. And, and before we even put it in the application, how do we get it into the hands of just the broader market and, and see what the uh, uptake is there and, and really show some of the, the power and promise that uh, Morgan and team have been building over the last six, eight months. I love it. Well, if oh, I ahead, could um, piggyback yeah. on that. Yeah, just real quick. I, I think there's a relevant and important point there, right? When we think about the job description greater, there's there's really a mission behind this product, right? Um, we're releasing it, you know, not just to customers, but to everyone, right? It's a complimentary product available for everyone. And I think that's really important because it shows the dedication and the mission, um, the shared mission that we have at JobLite over improving DNI and addressing DNI and um, providing tools in a meaningful way. And I, I think that's what is just so heartwarming about this product. Um, and it's so great about this product is it is complimentary and it's our way to try and give back to the community um, to evolve and, and further the conversation. Uh, thank you for saying that because I was actually going to be one of my questions was, is this within the product uh, and uh, something that you have to have be a job by customer, but you already answered that. Um, I, I want to start with, okay, when we're grading it, when users are grading it, so job, job descriptions aren't going away. Right, we know this because internally, people, if they're do, if they're do, linking it to competency and competency models and 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 compensation and all these other things internally, then the externally uh, facing job description or job ad that becomes a part of that, uh, we've got to attract talent to the right things. Historically, these are documents. <laughs> My hands are bloody, so I'll just I'll just be honest. Historically, these documents have not been very well put together. Probably wrought with biases and uh, probably poor grammar <laughs> and and other you know errors. So let's let's take a, a little walk through kind of what does the user do when they go to the job degrade uh, job description grader? Do they upload or does it? Is it a is it a something that's a Chrome extension? How do they how do they get a grade uh, on their job description, and then what does it do after that? Yeah, sure. Thanks. So it's super easy, and we'll we'll shoot the link over to you that uh, we can attach after this. But uh, it's it, it's basic uh, copy and paste, right? So. Um, file uploading is, uh, could be a challenge and it just, it's so much easier to copy and paste, right? So find right. a job description could come from a web page, could come from a word doc, could come from a PDF, highlight it, drop it into the, uh, the body of the page, put a little bit of information around it. Like what is the job title? Uh, what industry are you specifically looking for? That helps with some of the analysis, uh, that Morgan will hit on later. And then you hit go basically. And, uh, and then, then we return a score. And we've got a few metrics that we look at. Um, sentiment is, is one, word mm -hmm. count, uh, readability, any insensitive words, as well as both gender and racial bias that might get picked up. So those are the key components that, that we look at. And, and then based upon how you did on that, we provide an overall uh, ABCDF score and um, give you the opportunity if you want to go back and uh, edit in line. Uh, we highlight some areas that, that might have uh, caused a, a flag of some type, but we give you the opportunity to go back and make those changes and rescore it again. So, so if people are listening or as people are listening, they're thinking of Textio, they're thinking of Grammarly, and then they're thinking one step beyond those things, correct? Yep, for sure. And so it, by returning a grade and, and also giving uh, recommendations in line, 
then people can then change that description and then copy and paste it and then they can bring it somewhere else and then obviously post it to Indeed or ZipRecruiter or wherever they, or their own career page, wherever they want to. Um, so first of all, is all that, do I feel, do I have some, all that correct? You do. I, I do have to make one minor clarification. Uh, we don't provide recommendations. We, we'll highlight okay. the text that, right. that we, that we have flagged. Uh, we're saving the recommendations for the in-app version. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. That, okay. that's, that's the one differentiator there, but yeah, we, we highlight it all. We make sure that uh, we've called out the specific things. We try to be uh, descriptive in the uh, text to make sure you understand is your, is your word description too verbose or is it not enough words or how's your sentiment? We even use uh, super fun emojis to uh, give you the starry eyes if it's awesome. Uh, so it, it, it's a fun product to use and, and looks fantastic as well. I love that. So one of the things that I wanted to ask y'all about as you as you as y'all were developing this, and Morgan, you kind of hit on this a little bit, but the idea of you know reducing bias. You had talked about DNI. Um, these job descriptions that we've put you know forth in the past have been wrought <laughs> with, with biases that maybe we knew about, maybe we didn't. Um, but by highlighting, by running it through the grader, it's highlighting some of those things. Can you take us inside the uh, the back end of that to you know talk a little bit about how it helps people or uh, reduce bias? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. Um, but let me let me pass it back to Zach and, and let's talk about like a real world. This is an oh. example of us at Jobvite using it and getting insight into bias, because I think what we're doing at Jobvite is, you know, um, fundamentally different than what a lot of other kind of um, maybe similar tools might be doing. And so I, I think kind of highlighting that that difference and where this, you know, where this kind of fits in within the ecosystem is, is important to have that conversation. So, okay. so Zach, do you want to kind of kick us off with uh, yeah. like how you used it? Yeah. So uh, like most people, uh, probably uh, once this was out and running, I tested a job description that we were actively hiring for. And so by actively hiring, I mean, the individual that we did end up hiring started yesterday, right? So this is very real world use case. I run my job description through and I get a C, which so first of all, I'm like, what in the world have I done wrong? How's it a C? Like my, my sentiment is not where it should be. But uh, I think one of the really interesting parts was, is that it, it highlighted particular texts uh, that, that I wasn't expecting. And uh, it, it indicated a bit of uh, gender bias because I was looking for experience with Linux shell scripting. And, and mm. that's highlighted and again, indicating a, a bit of bias. And, and so first of all, my call was to Morgan, I'm like, how in the world is this a C? I'm like, this isn't a negative sentiment, what's going on? And, and he basically says, hey, it's, it's just the math, right? It's just, uh, I'm not telling you you're good or bad. I'm just saying that this is, this is how you compare to others. And, but I immediately wanted me to make a, a better version of this, right? So um, how do we go do that? But, but then I'll, I'll, uh, Morgan, talk about like, why is that highlighted in there? And what, is, what caused that, that particular shell scripting component to uh, be flagged? Yeah, so this is where our approach is is different than than what you might see out there in the literature and, and kind of you know other tools. Mm -hmm. And it really is we're not a we're not a dictionary based approach to bias, right? We don't we don't flag a word and say that the word analysis or analyze is a male word versus a female word. We we abstract away from that. And what we really do is we look at resumes and we look at job descriptions and we say, okay, is the is the piece of text in this job description 
is it predominantly mapping to male or female resumes to different race resume, you know, different races? And if it's predominantly mapping to those different races, then we're able to be able to identify that there could potentially be bias there. And so it's not, you know, it's not that a single word is, is an issue. It's that the people you're looking for, right? The, the people you're specifically calling out in your, um, you know, by your skills and your, your experiences that you're asking for, those people tend to come from, you know, a, a more limited uh, pool or subpopulation with um, specific characteristics. And so that's really what we're doing differently is we're not living on a, a dictionary that says this word's been, you know, historically, you know, uh, genderized and, and therefore it's bad. It's when we look at the population of, of available candidates and applicants, we see differences in how the skill or the experience you're, you're asking for maps to the underlying population, which is, which is fundamentally different and really important. I'd like to thanks First of all, thanks for explaining that. Where does that data come from? Uh, not to get too geeky for the folks, but, but you're, if you're basing that on resume data, is that through uh, LinkedIn or is that kind of looking at Indeed and, and other kind of, kind of aggregators? Like where, do you, where are you basing the data of, of resumes off of? Yeah, so at Jobbyte, we have a, a large population of, of resumes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have a large population of resumes. So we're looking at um, kind of real underlying, um, you know, kind of trends in resumes, right? Across industries, within right. industries, across job titles. And kind of getting back to something that, that Zach mentioned at the beginning, that's one of the important things that we're doing here. When you, when you specify your industry, um, we can help, you know, guide that, um, you know, kind of guide your feedback within the industry, um, particularly the industry, like word count or sentiment, right? Some of the, you know, depending on your industry, you might be a, a more, you know, kind of just the facts um, industry and that'll show up in, in, in your results. And so you can anonymize, or y'all have anonymized the resume data inside Jobvite. And, and I say anonymized, you're not getting down into the name per se, I guess, but you're, you, you're, you can use that data and to then make it personal to the role, a potentially title of the role, uh, and the industry. Is that, am I understanding that ish correctly? Yeah, it's, it's less about anonymization of the, of the right. data, right? We're not doing right. anything with a specific person, right? right. We're looking yeah, at um, counts and trends and skills and experiences and, you know, how those, cool. you know, and similarity of those things, right? Um, so it's, it's not about an individual's resume. It's really being able to aggregate that information through, you know, advanced data science, AI, right. and, and be able to understand, well, you're asking for, um, you know, shell scripting. That's also similar to these other things. And these other things happen to be, you know, held by males in, in Zach's instance, right? Um, that, that's really what we're doing. That makes it really special to me because, you know, by, by looking at the data from, from an industry, pure industry perspective, again, you know, it's like, you know, I used to tell the story of HR and finance, right? When you're talking to HR, use a lot of adjectives. And when you're talking to finance, don't. <laughs> and, uh, and so what I love about this is y'all have, y'all have, you're using the data to then, again, make sure that people understand that within this industry, uh, within this, maybe this job class, this is what's going to work with this audience. That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. 
Oh, I was going to say, absolutely. It's that benchmarking, right? Because right. You, you don't want to compare a, a, a job description for a nurse with a, a manufacturing line operator, right? They're right. going to be completely different in construct and, and they're really not even the same document, but, but you really want to hone in on what are, what are similar job descriptions and then what kind of resumes am I going to see? Those are going to be similar and really isolate those and be able to uh, use that benchmarking to understand what are, what are your peers in, in this space doing and, and how do I stack up to them? I really like that. I really, I'm glad we unpacked that because I really like that. Uh, and that's just going to get smarter over time. Uh, that ultimately we're going to know more about what works. And again, I say what works is just, I'm, I'm using a, a kind of plain vernacular of just saying, you know, here's what works here as opposed to what works over here. Um, so from a process perspective, and I'm, Zach, I'm glad that you guinea pigged yourself uh, for a position because uh, I think this is what every recruiter should do is before they put it out into the open market, whatever channels that they use, they should, you know, grade it and see where they're at. And, uh, and I guess that's, you know, just cut, copy, run the, run the, the grader and then make changes and then obviously paste that and take that out and then go, go with it from where there. Um, where do you see this going? Where do you see, uh, I mean, you know, not, <laughs> first of all, what you've built is fantastic. And I, I love, I love what you've built. Um, where do you see this going next? Yeah. So a, a couple of things, the, um, I think one underlying theme is that this is like any other machine learning AI technology, right? It's mm. meant to be a tool in the bag. If you get a grade and the grade comes back as B because maybe you're just a little more wordy than the, than the benchmark is, it doesn't mean you need to go shave four or five words from your job description, right? It, th this is where the machine tops out its intelligence and the human intelligence has to take over and say, let's right. not trim the words. It's good enough. Uh, this is, this is a good job description. Let's go with that. It's meant to pr provide that insight. Like I got to see because it wasn't positive enough. I'm like, what in the world? How I'm a pretty sure. positive guy. What do we need to do to <laughs> add positivity to this thing? Right. <laughs> and so, but so the real world example is this job description. I'm also embarrassed to say that was open for over a hundred days. Right. And, and so I don't know that changing it with or grading it early on because we didn't have it ourselves. I don't know that it would have changed it, but I do know that our new hire started Monday, literally yesterday. Right. And so like it, it is, uh, it, it, it's something that you can use to, to really provide that insight and, and, and do the best you can with, with what the technology will, will give to us. So that's, that's one part. I think that where this goes next is this is probably about where we're going to be for, for the publicly available version right now, our, our attention has been shifted to what do we do in app uh, inside right. of job by for all of our customers and really uh, expand on the recommendations and the, the suggestions that we'll provide. So in that use case that we've talked about with shell scripting, uh, an example of what the rec recommendations will be is um, here are some other common languages that are held by a more diverse audience, right? So that way, if we're being too limiting with some of the, the terms, and I had no idea that shell scripting would have skewed uh, more male uh, than any other term, but what are some other words and um, examples of skills that I can include in that job description to be, to be more uh, diverse in, in nature and just be uh, more open and uh, accurate? And so that way I'm getting the diverse population that I want to apply and not shutting any doors for anyone. So it's that type of thing that we really wanna add. I love that. And so and now let's just kind of pivot to the in-app stuff that y'all would, you know, obviously it's the roadmap and what y'all are developing. Um, 
I want to ask about you know three things in particular. One is multiple languages, as you know, your customers are all over the world. Uh, do you see this kind of going into uh, kind of a future? Again, the in-app, not the free version, but the stuff that you do in-app. Do you see this uh, becoming something that's that you do uh, across multiple languages? So that that's something I'll, I'll take a stab at, right? So this is really, I think, another um, kind of benefit of our what the underlying population looks like approach versus a dictionary-based approach, right? So if you want to extend a dictionary-based approach into other languages, you need to figure out the genderized words mm-hmm. um, across every language. And there's some languages out there that don't have gender in, in that, like they don't have a concept of a male word and a female word. Um, and so you've got to figure out other ways to do it. Our approach, because we are basing everything on what's the underlying resumes and tying back, here's language you're looking for. Does it tie back to you know uh, different subpopulations in your resumes? It does extend and it extends naturally, um, you know, just so, as long as you have sufficient numbers of uh, kind of applicants of, at that uh, language level. So yeah, it's a, it's a natural extension. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and, and either or uh, answering this one, cultural differences which is uh, separate than languages, uh, obviously, right? So people that are from different cultures uh, probably consume content and job descriptions and job ads in in different ways. Um, In the future, is there a way to track that? Is there a way to make sure that we're doing the right thing uh, by cultural differences? Well, that's that's a really good question. Um, I don't have so, an answer, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I don't either, right? Um, okay. let, let me just say, I, I don't either. Um, but I think it's also a really important question and something we do think about. Right. And one of the reasons why we do think about this is everything that's going on in the self-selection process of I see a job description, I decide to apply to it, right? right. Everything that's in that job description also impacts things that happen subsequently. Think of candidate matching that we're doing at JobBite. How do you take a a job description and then understand if that applicant's a good fit for um, the position based on skills and experience and things like that? So there's a lot of things that happen after um, the job description that we need to think about. And so anything that's being done to um, kind of, um, you know, impact how those candidates are scored or narrow the subpopulation of kind of relevant people, right? You wanna broaden that funnel here. Um, And so anything that's being done, I think is something we should take a look at. And again, that's where I think our approach is a little bit different. So being able to map back to these different subpopulations, um, whether they be cultural, whether they be, you know, ethnic, racial, gender, what have you, um, being able to map, here's a job description, Right. This particular phrase maps to, um, you know, kind of these, um, you know, these demographics, right, um, or cultural uh, identities. Mm-hmm. That's that is something that um, you know is on the table and something that we are really thinking about. Um, you know, even as basic as you know, um, kind of you know, here within the U.S., think about uh, region, right? Right. Um, you know, are yeah. you from the north, the, the south, the, the east, west? Right. Yeah. Right. The eleven regions. I think they broke it down into eleven territories or 11 regions of the United States uh, at one point. I think it was in New Yorker that did that. But But um, I I think you raise a really important question. And I think it just continues to underline inclusion is not a destination, right? right. We can't raise our flag and say, we've done (laughs) Done. it. We've achieved, you know, we've achieved gender and racial, (laughs) you know, kind of inclusion. (laughs) Right. There are so, there are so many different dimensions in 
um, you know, considerations to have here. I tend to and, uh, describe it to people with peeling an onion, the more, uh, and it's just an, it's an endless onion. It just, yeah, <laughs> we're going to find out more to keep the, we keep peeling away. We're going to find out more about ourselves and about other people. It, exactly. And, and so what we've done here at Java is we've developed a framework to allow us to continually add kind of, you know, um, what rings to the onion in that analogy, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that we can continue to peel back and go deeper. Um, we've started with uh, race and, and uh, gender, right. but now we want to go deeper. We can do more. We should do more. Uh, I think as a society, we've got to do more. So so three quick things. One is, as an extension of that, is people with disabilities, I've been, I've been doing a lot of work there recently and uh, yeah, not really thinking about it, quite frankly, uh, uh, thinking about people that are blind, people, you know, that, that, uh, that can't hear all, you know, go through all the different disabilities, you know, you're, we're fixing, uh, with the greater, we're fixing a problem, but we're also kind of highlighting for folks that with disabilities that there's, there's still, there's still more to go. Right. So again, in app down the road, you're probably going to be dealing with that, like cultural differences, like, like multilingual, uh, down the road. Um, what is, what is the, with, first of all, what you've created for all recruiters and all hiring managers is wonderful. And I, I want to make sure that that's live, ready to go. People can use it today. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Good. So we'll link out to that make sure that people have that in app, you know, as you've developed the, the, the free version for everyone and try making things better for uh, all of, uh, you know, all candidates and all recruiters, um, the in-application, you, Zach, you said that, you know, eventually you really want to have recommendations in the, in the engine inside of that as well. So not just highlighting, here's, here's what's wrong, uh, but also kind of giving them ways to fix it in-app, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's where the, we, we, we don't want this to be a laborious process where right. we highlight some things, you go back, you, you edit, you get it scored again, right? How, how do we just highlight it and, and hear some options, click on those options and, and you, your score improves, right? And, and then right. how does this not be gaming the system, but how do you just begin to think about these things um, more completely, right? So you're talking about the, um, uh, like the, um, uh, ADA type compliance mm-hmm. things. Does that belong on all job descriptions? Maybe yes, maybe no. Did you forget it? Do you need to uh, be reminded to include it on there? Is that a requirement for the company? Is it not? Like, what are the other types of things? It's not just about. Um, it, it's not just about the the specific words. It's right. like about the overall package, right? This is your 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 lens into the world of how you want these candidates to view your company, and it's it's not just about. Um, the the inclusiveness of, of the job description, but how do we make it a really good, valuable document? If you if you think about too, like um, if, if some job descriptions might say that you're looking for a you know a team player or a, a great work ethic, but I can tell you that nobody's resume says that they're a, a ten out of ten on team player, right? And so is that is that a valuable component to the job description? Maybe it is from a marketing perspective, but it's definitely not from finding a good candidate, right? And so maybe we could highlight even um, some of those types of uh, uh, data points on the job description and say that this does not help or hurt your job description as far as being able to match to the appropriate candidates. Because that's ultimately what we want, right? We want to use the job description to find those candidates that are good matches. And we've got other candidate matching uh, technology on the back end too that will help uh, pair those up. But if you're putting a lot of words in the job description that don't help 
you find the candidate or the candidate find you, maybe we should question why are they even there? Right. Right. They're not adding value. So they're just, uh, they're just extra. I know I, I got it. We went a little bit long. I need to get y'all on to your next thing. First of all, I love what you built for the public uh, and for all the right, all the reasons that y'all have talked about, but also I can't wait to kind of see what your customers think of, you know, the in-application usage of, of the greater and see where they kind of push you to kind of move it next. So uh, guys, You've been on the show before. Thank you so much for carving out time. I know you're busy. I just really appreciate it. And thanks for everyone for listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Absolutely. We really appreciate the time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.